Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, he had a nice demeanor on really? the air in his presentation. He really did. He had, That Sunday morning show, he had a great tone for what you would think a Sunday morning show <laughs> would be. You know, it's like it's a little off the gas, a little understated, mm-hmm. and he did that very well. Mm-hmm. He had a long career. So no, did you say 93? He, he was 91, 91, and he had been, he joined CBS in 1971. So he had, a, he had a good long run. How do you survive that long? I mean, you know, NBC is laying people off left and right. Um, I've talked to a friend of mine who, who works for NBC National. Um, and they were they were a little concerned, and they've been you know you don't hear a lot about that because the media doesn't like to cover the media, <laughs> you know they like to uh, operate without a lot of scrutiny. <clears throat> but there are a lot of operations that in an election, this is what I don't get. NBC News, um, NBC News in a presidential election year, wouldn't you think they'd be staffing up? I would think. And like calling the DNC, hey, who you got over there who wants to come work for us? I feel like that's what ABC has done of late, but I don't know. Um, good morning to you. It's 7.06 on this Wednesday. It's the 24th day of January, 2024. I'm John Reed, and we're glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. So it's interesting, all those sound bites from yesterday's event um, here in Virginia, you know, it's, it, the, it, ABC and others like, uh, Joe Biden will travel to Virginia. He'll helicopter across the river. Okay, he's not traveling anywhere. This is not a big deal to go to Virginia. If you live, if you live in Washington, going to Virginia is not a problem. Okay, so oh yes, he's really dedicated to the people of Virginia. I assume he helicoptered. I would respect him more if he got in the limo and sat in the traffic like everybody else for a little while and then did something about that. All these trillions of dollars that we've thrown away on infrastructure projects. Maybe you could actually get with the Democrats in Virginia, and instead of criticizing Republicans, do something to help the people of Virginia. But no, no, we're all talking about abortion. So I'm not going to play the abortion garbage. Not going to play that. That's what they want. But imagine if this was Donald Trump at a rally here in Virginia, and Donald Trump said this. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. They don't even know what to do. Huh? Huh? The real governor, Terry McAuliffe. My name's Joe Biden. I'm Jill Biden's husband and Kamala's running mate. (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. The same joke you've been cracking. At least Ronald Reagan switched up the jokes on a regular basis. He had Bob Hope sending him cards with joke ideas. Joe Biden's been saying the same thing. 
He used to say that stupid stuff when I saw him in the Senate. You know, his office was across the hall from my office in the Senate. I hated the guy. I was always very polite and professional. It's not my, you know, he's the senator. I was a staffer. It wasn't my place to say anything. But he's, he's a used car salesman with big fake horse teeth, you know. And, just, and this is the kind of thing that's just annoying to me. He is everything everybody says they hate about lifelong politicians, and yet they're enamored by him. Ugh. But he calls out, there's the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. What does that mean? Excuse me. If that was Donald Trump, what do you think the headline would be today? Election denier Donald Trump doesn't accept the results of the gubernatorial election in Virginia. Calls out Glenn Youngkin. I, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy that he gets away with this. And if you wanted to look at the bias in the media and how they just kind of pick and choose whether they're outraged over something and don't do it evenly. I mean, is that the worst thing to say? In all honesty, in the, is it the stupidest thing? No. Is it not, certainly not the stupidest thing Joe Biden's done. And it's not the worst thing. I'm sure he's just making a little joke. But why is it that Joe Biden gets to get away with making a little joke with his buddy, Terry McAuliffe, and actually kind of insulting the real governor, Glenn Youngkin? And it's all okay. <laughs> it's all okay. But if it was Donald Trump, oh, it would be impeachment time. You are, you're basically denying the, the citizens of Virginia the election result. They got, you, do you get my point? And it's a little thing, but it's not a little thing because it happens so often. And they're so belligerent about it when it comes to Donald Trump. I mean, they would do the same thing. If we had a robust press corps at the Capitol, they would do the same thing to Glenn Youngkin at the Capitol. But so I just wanted to point that out. Now, let's go to the Capitol. Senator Bryce Reeves is with us. And, you know, I always appreciate Senator Reeves. He stood, you know, this is one guy he has stood up and spoken out on some controversial issues when other people were uh, too scared to. You know, he tried to defend the statues um, and, and keep them from just being completely obliterated across the state. And that's a dangerous, I mean, it seems like such a basic position, but it's a dangerous position because everybody's scared to be called a racist or something. And I think Bryce Reeves is a, as a vet, right? You're a vet? Uh, good morning, I am. Yeah, yep. so as a vet, you, you were willing to stand up for dead people who had, you know, done their duty as, as required by politicians and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to argue with you about the Civil War or any other conflict, but I'm going to ask for basic decency with vets. And I think you should be applauded for that. So I just I always want to start well, with my admiration for that position. Well, John, thank you. You're a, you love history as much as I do, and we've gone around the country to see some of these things. And yeah. I think people lose track of history and how we got here some days. And, you know, my thing has always been these are American soldiers. Regardless of what side they're on, there are people. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, if we don't remember the past, we're going to repeat it. And I think to your comment earlier about President Biden, uh, you know, anybody who's had an aging parent that's lost some of their abilities or cognitive abilities uh, knows that Joe Biden is he's heading down that that path. Right. And uh, he has to repeat things because that's what they do when people get older and they start to lose those abilities. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to say he's, it reminds me of my uh, former father-in-law who uh, wound up having Alzheimer's later in his years and was a, an amazing uh, combat 
a veteran uh, pilot in Vietnam and Korea, uh, could tell you everything about what happened in the war yesterday like it was fresh. Right. But he couldn't tell you what he had for breakfast. And right. I think uh, it, it, as I watch the president, uh, they manage him very well. But uh, he certainly is not where he used to be. Uh, when you used to work across the hall, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, yeah, he like was on things, it. I didn't uh, like him, but he was on his game back then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I wish him well. I, I hope they're taking care of him health wise. Uh, he is our president. And, uh, you know, uh, we as Americans need to pray for the presidency and all those that are in leadership uh, to make sure that. Uh, they're doing what you know they should be doing, and and that's the rub with politics, right? right? That's why we're down here in the general assembly. That's why you get fired up when they uh, when you point out hypocrisy from the the left. Uh, we had to listen to that the other day in commerce and labor with some bills that came through. We had to listen to them of why we shouldn't hold fentanyl drug dealers accountable uh, when they knowingly and intentionally sell fentanyl to our people and they die, and we're wondering, well. Can't we do more to help the drug dealers? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It just just blows my mind. Well, what is the answer to that? What did your Democrat colleagues say to you as they killed that bill? I mean, if it if it really is a crisis and the numbers are real and all these Virginians are dying on a regular basis uh, because of fentanyl, why wouldn't you want to hammer the people who are doing this to the? To the citizenry, what what can possibly be the explanation for not taking that step? Uh, you'd have to ask them, John. Let's get <laughs> okay. them on the program because they didn't have a whole hell of a lot of good answers when we drilled mm-hmm. back. I mean, we even had defense attorneys saying, "Look, sometimes the consequences have to be so dire for these people that they have to take a second and a half before they think about their wallet right. and how much money they're going to make." Right. Uh, and say, "Wow, if I really if this person dies, because there's a good probability they will if they take fentanyl." Uh, I can go to jail for the rest of my life. Yeah, so and, maybe and that's the only thing that would stop them. Right. Well, well, listen. You know, nothing else is working. Yeah. I, I, you know, we got to focus on that because I keep, you know, people think I'm being rude and flippant when I say that the Democrat Party in Virginia is the party of criminals. But they, I mean, from who, I'm not, I don't want to put you in a bad spot, but from the guy they've selected yeah. as the, yeah. the, the Speaker of the House to, the decisions they're making as it relates to crime, trying to uh, help criminals get out. I, I don't think that I'm being rude. I think I'm being honest. Let me ask you, though, I, I kind of beat up on you a little bit. You know I like you, but but I, I, I was concerned about this sore loser law, which I guess is, I guess that's dead. But can you just give me your explanation about what that was? This is, if I understood correctly, it was that if you lose a primary, right, and you're supposed to sign up and agree to obey by the rules, win or lose, you accept you the results. Um, this would have banned someone who lost in a primary from mounting a write-in campaign. Now, get your point from political discipline, like the GOP saying, hey, if you do this, we'll never allow you to have another position in the Republican Party. Same with the Democrats. But but what was your thought about um, codifying it? Well, there there is a bill that's still alive. Uh, Senator Sudeline has a version of the same bill, okay. uh, just okay. a little bit different. His covers, his covers if you're... You're in a primary. First, when you sign up, you sign a form that says legally that binds you. You're making a conscious decision as a candidate to say, okay, I'm going to run in your party primary. And 
if I lose, you sign this form under penalty of perjury, everything else, and says, hey, look, if I lose, I'm not going to sit here and pull back out and then uh, have my name printed on the ballot for later. So what, what Pseudoline's bill is a little bit different than what I had, but it says if you pull out, let's say, on day 46, because there's 45 days of early voting, uh, you can't go into the process and now all of a sudden run as an independent. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you know you're going to lose and you've done polling, so you're going to pull out of that process and then try to run as an independent. And what the bill is designed to do is say, look, you you don't have to run in a party process, but you're choosing, making a conscious decision to do that. You sign your name. When you sign your name, it's supposed to mean something, yeah, right? And, and uh, you know, I came up and you came up where your handshake meant something you know and now we're to the point where when you sign your name it doesn't mean anything right well okay. you gave an, you, you're given your oath you signed a legal document to say you're not going to do it what would you and, say and i'm about to run out of time i'm sorry about that what would you say sure. if someone really truly rightly or wrongly felt like they had been cheated in the primary process and that this was their only way to make that statement to the public and to the party that they felt like they'd been cheated well I come maybe from a different era where, where your word is your bond. I really do. Mm-hmm. And, and I, we do it all the time down here. You did it when you worked up in the U.S. Senate. If somebody told you something, you could take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. So I would say if somebody could prove that there was cheating and there was fraud and they had the numbers after the canvas and all these things and they showed that, then there's a legal course of action to which they can take in the process to okay. appeal okay. that. All right. Right. That, I mean, that makes we sense. That's a reasonable response. Sure. We're a nation of laws. There's a process for that. Yeah. There's a process for it. Follow the process. Well, I, I, you know, this is why I'm always glad when someone that I've been when – when a piece of legislation that I'm concerned about comes up, we talk about it, that I can get the person who proposed it to come on because there's often a reasonable explanation, whether I ultimately would sign off on it or not. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you knew I was going to ask that question, so I appreciate you coming on. I wish the Democrats would do that too. You know, it's a little bit more hostile to them, but I would give them a fair shake to express themselves and explain themselves. And you know, you've always accepted my invitation. I I admire that and I appreciate it, Senator Bryce Reeves. Well, I love coming on because we actually get to talk and have civil discussion. We can have civil discourse and not agree on certain. That's why we have. Policies. That's why we move forward. That's how you get to the making the good bread, right? Right. (laughs) Not every one answer is the correct answer. So, you know, but but it's that that civil process of respect, mutual respect, and admiration of stepping into the ring. Where I where I lose that is with the folks who just I call them throw grenades and walk away. Yes. well, you're bringing you know, it back to Virginia, you, and I, I applaud that. Senator Bryce Reeves, i got to run. Listen, thank you so very much. It's 719. John, good to hear your voice. Yes, sir. News Radio, WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.